I screwed up. Oh, Jerry Cooney has entered the studio. Oh, nice. God he likes to come it. in here on Fridays and punch people. Jesus Christ. You want to nope. get punched, Mike Bichetti? Seriously. No, not no. by Jerry. <laughs> really? This goes no. well. This never goes well. This never goes no. well ever. No. When I do Fridays, the Cooney comes in it's, and he fucks with people. Go ahead, Jerry. No. You got to tighten up on that food bowl. I know. It's my fault. Right. I'm taking Listen, advice from you. Who are you guys picking this weekend? Hopkins or the young kid? Yes. I, I think you got to go Hopkins. I think they're going to let him win it. No, I'm not I think the fix it. is in, brother. Listen, there's no fix. Dude, how frustrating. Hold, hold on. You're going to say Don't do it, Bernard Hopkins. Get to us. Hold here. on a second. <laughs> whoa, 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 Jerry uh, to come in and help me out with the Bernard Hopkins interview because obviously Jerry Cooney's a fucking of legend. Of course, and he, he drove all the way in from uh, Jersey to help me out, and, and he couldn't get a question asked. Let me tell you something, my man Bernard. I love him, but once you get him started, man, he's like a taco toy. He don't stop. He went on to this one and to that one. I said, I know all that, but what about the fight? We're talking here for the fights. Yeah. We got some good questions out of him. No, we didn't. Wait, there's <laughs> a video did. that Paul... You weren't listening, bro. I got some good nah, shit out of him. No, man. There's a video that Paul put together. The whole video is us trying to ask him a question and oh him just God. steamrolling us. Right. Yeah, we yeah. asked well, him one thing, and he answered it for probably 10 straight minutes. Well, and you know what? I it was, was a horrible interview. I'm not going to sit here and make believe it was one of no, my better listen, ones. No, listen, listen. I'm going to tell you what that's about, right? And, and you had... Hold on. And then... Let and, me tell you something. He's worried. On. He's worried. That's what that was about. No, but... He kept the air filled with with talk. Worried. He's 52, brother. Yeah. This young kid, he's fighting Joe Smith. Can't punch. And, he, you know, obviously he picked him because he's green. Right. He's not that, not in the game that long. But, Does kid he? is great shape. He, this kid went into a, uh, he went into a contest with 10, he had one week to train. Yeah. For this, like, running through the mud, to jump in the house. He went 10,000 guys. He came in fourth. Wow. Over 10,000 people. Spartan race. He's trained, he's, oh, one of those Spartan, Spartan races? He trained for one week. Wow. That's look, amazing. You look like a Spartan guy. You a Spartan guy, bro? Nah, nah man. <clears throat> nah. What are you looking at me like that no, for, bro? No, I'm just... Mike Bichetti! Why are you saying he looks like a Spartan guy? You don't think he showered after rolling in the mud or something? What's going on with you? Listen, now, you know, Sorry, That might have been a little too far. I apologize. But, you know, did you see some of the interviews and the face-to-face? There's worry on on Popkin's face. Yeah. Obviously, that's normal. Well, he hasn't fought in two years. This is his last fight. It's Joe Smith. He's from Long Island. He's uh, 28 years old, I think, and has 18 knockouts, right? Big, big punch. A great long jab. Yeah. If he uses that jab and stays not in front of Hopkins, he's got a shot to win. Yeah. If he uses the jab and stays I gotta be honest. I forgot the fights this weekend. Yeah. I totally forgot. Also, HBO. It's on HBO. Okay. Bermain Stavern is fighting uh, Povetkin this weekend. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Heavyweight (laughs) division. If I went to your gym, I want to get (laughs) That was Mike, go ahead. What's the question? I really don't (laughs) know. I love Jerry. Vic is just on the couch. I'm Craig. Nice to meet you, Rolling Stones fan, right? Yeah, huge Rolling Stones fan. Mike has a question for you. I want to ask you something, right? I want to give him a great shape. No, no, I'm serious. I said not now. I want to get in great shape. I'd love to go to your gym. I got a lot of hostility, man. I want to let it out and drink. How many push-ups can you do right now for Jerry Cooney? Don't do it. How many push-ups? How many push-ups can you do, Mike? 
I just want to get in better shape. How many push-ups could you do Mike, right now? Mike, show them how much. Let's forget that push-up. Maybe a half of one. Maybe. I was going to say fractions. Military? Count. No military. Just a half Can you do one. five push-ups for Jerry Cooney right now? Uh, I don't think so. No, <laughs> listen, I'll give you a hundred bucks. Right? Tell you, here's the story, right? You get off of carbs for one month. No carbs. You're going to have chicken. You're going to have burgers. No bread. No desserts. No carbs. No orange no juice. No pussy. A lot of water. <laughs> for one month, you lose 30 pounds in a month. And then you come to the gym, then I knock you out, bro. I want to learn how to fight, though. I love you. I think you're a legend, man. Where do you, where you live? Staten Island. With the mafia. I'm, I'm in Jersey, so you come over here. Yeah, I don't care traveling. I like to travel. Look, I like that, bro. No, I, I like to. I, I just love being. I love. Yeah, well, you know, get, but you got to get your shit together. How old no, are you? 55. 55, yeah. I thought you were like 60. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> come on, see me. Brawl House, Mountainside, New Jersey, right after 22. Wrestling, jiu-jitsu, MMA, wow. CrossFit, hot yoga. We'll put your ass in the hot yoga tank, bro. You won't make it out of there, bro. You got the girls? You got the girls doing the hot yoga? I seen a girl come out of hot yoga. She was uh, she was so dehydrated. She came out like this. Her hands look like like. Well, this. how is her ass? I don't give a fuck about her hands. That's She's cold. in the hot That's yoga. That's cold, bro. She's about to die, bro. You think about her ass? That's hot. You about her ass? She's about to die, bro. You thinking about her ass? How you guys been? We're good, Jerry. Good to see you. You know, listen. Great fights coming up next couple of months. We got some great fights. Mm. All good. I, I wanted to check in and see about the Hopkins. What's we your got, What's in your ears? That's my uh, my 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 phones. Because, you know, you get that phone in your ears. I'm always disconnecting oh. myself. You know oh, right? okay. I see. All right. right uh, and this tells prevent, so yeah. I don't hear bells. All right. Yeah, but Bernard Hopkins, was, he was frustrated. <laughs> no bells. And then no he looks right at Machete. Uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Machete's getting scared. No, no. Jerry will fucking kill five guys at once. Machete, would you like to take a punch from Cooney? It's no, no, man. No, I can't, oh, do, that. I can't right. do it no more, bro. I can't do it no more. Why? What happened? Because, you know, it's just not right, bro. It's, uh, you know, I got this timing thing down, and I got a little power. You know, I was telling the guys a story. Years ago, when I met my wife, yeah. she has a brother that's 6'4", yeah. big, tough guy. He wanted to wrestle with me, box me, Get run against me, play basketball. One night I'm in a bad mood, and I'm at the house, it's about 20 by 20 room. He says, let's wrestle. I said, okay, you want to wrestle? Every time I grab him, I slapped him on the floor three times inside of a minute. Wow. And I real- you realize that we're just stronger. Right. Athletes are just stronger than the regular person. Yeah. And him, a lot stronger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just oh, I'm just kidding. You're a good guy, right? Thank you. I try to be. So, you yeah. know, I, I just got to, I want to get in good shape and let a lot of hostility out of me. Yeah, That's good. I recommend you don't do it. Everything's good. Everything's good. When are we going to a game? I want you to do me a favor. I expect this from you. No, me and you were supposed to go to the Knicks. I know. Let's go to a game sometime. I'm all for a couple weeks now. They would love to see you there. Yeah. We get a nice sit down in the in Club 200. uh, We have dinner. I'm there. They walk us to the seats right on the court. Let's do the Cavaliers. Well, oh, you pick the biggest. You Let's pick the best team in the NBA. All right. How about uh, how about the champs? Listen, I want to see what kind of relationship we have. Where where do I rate? Am I like Golden State Warriors or like or the Sixers? Where am I at? Where am I at? You want to go right for the loaf right away? Get take a little piece of bread. Right. <laughs> we'll a little bread. Pick a game in a couple weeks, and we'll go have some fun. They would love to see you there. Go see my team, the They'll Phoenix Suns. Put you on the, on the, mm. the Trinitron up there, bro. All right, so let's do this. No, did you just say Trinitron? The big. Uh, <laughs> did he say Trinitron? Jumbotron. Whatever. 
Wow, you right, phony oh. Trinitron. We're setting up a title fight. No. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting back. I'm just going to film it. Wow. He's giving you shit over there, Jerry. Not a Ranger game. Vic's had a couple pops in him. I'm not a Rangers fan. Okay. I hate the Rangers. I'm an Islanders fan. And I kind of like the the Nets a little bit. Kind of. But I like the Knicks much more. All Islander fans are anti-Rangers, right? You have yeah, to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, you got to be. You can't jump yeah. on that one, man. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know a lot of Mets fans. All Islanders fans are like, they hate Rangers. They hate no, the Rangers. No, it's, it's vice versa. i got to give the Rangers fans some Kind of like Yankees fans, Mets fans. Yeah, but you, you see the the Mets, the Mets fans go over to the Yankees side when their team's out. Every time. A little more than, uh, than Islanders-Rangers. Every okay. time I see a Boston guy, I always say, you must be a big Yankee fan. Ooh. They love that. Wow. They love that. Yeah, and who's gonna fuck with Dick Jerry? Yeah, no, no, no. Take that shit. Like. He goes, they love that. And I'm like, no, it's you. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if we said that, that'd be a different result. That'd be a different result. We'd be walking away with trying to find our teeth. Celebrating Christmas, right? Huh? Christmas? What are you celebrating? You know, Christmas. Christmas? Festivus. Festivus? Christmas. Christmas, and I'm everybody. Jewish. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, man, it's cool. cool man. I'm Couldn't loving. you just say Merry Christmas? Why do you have to check on everyone? Yeah, well, nobody. You know, I don't want to be offensive to it's anybody. Not offensive. I don't think it's offensive. To I don't think anybody gets offended. Yeah, gets offended. I, just, you know, I like to be a little, uh, watch myself like that. It's all good. Wow. Jerry yeah, keeping himself in check. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I'm very excited. My son's coming home Tuesday from How old uh, your son? Uh, University. Nice. 63. He's 19 years old. 19 years old. 63. <laughs> <laughs> now, you don't have to tell me to want to give him a shot. Yeah. <laughs> It was the last time we saw Vic Henley alive. from the back. Yeah, Holy fuck, do you have balls? Hash night did you well, my friend. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I love you guys, man. Are you out? I'm going to go home. All right, buddy. Some, All right. Lunch. Jerry, pleasure Wait to meet you. you guys. Great. Nice to meet Wait, you, buddy. Mike, check out the fight tonight. You're going home. You pick, you picked the perfect time to leave New York City. I'm not going home. I got to go on my show. Oh, you said you're going home. Ninety three, folks. Tune in after this great show. Ninety three, okay. Ninety three, Rush Combat right. Channel. Jerry's got big hands, man. <laughs> He's got like I can't even imagine getting hit by those. Yeah, put your hand up. Whew, yeah. Wow. Like, Wow. <laughs> Mike is from. giggling. That's not around your dick, Mike. No, yeah. no, how he said, "Wow!" I, you know, peace, you guys. Jerry, thank Hello, you, everybody out there. We're gonna do the next <sighs> soon, right? Uh, just give me, give me two dates. We're in, bro. All right, we'll figure it out. Thank you, buddy. Okay. Yes. Okay. Say, right, say goodbye buddy. to Vic like, on your way out. Mike <laughs> loves him. Mike adores him. Bichetti loves you. Lo- you love Jerry Cody? No, yeah. I mean he's a legend. I love boxing, man. He's yeah. childhood. Give him a hug, he's Mike. Genuinely, genuinely Jerry, excited. Huge fan of yours, Jerry. You're your legend. Mike, Mike wants you to be his friend. He wants you to be his friend. Give him a hug. Oh, there you oh, go. Look at that. You <laughs> <laughs> got, got a little more than you bargained for. <laughs> nice. Oh, uh, that was great. Well done, Bichetti. Uh, wow, that was cool. Cooney Good comes stuff. in here every Friday when we work. When we work Fridays, Cooney comes in. Oh, that's uh, perfect. Yeah, but I, growing up, I've seen some of the best. I've seen him. him. Muhammad it, Ali. He was ridiculous. I mean, you know, those were great days. Mike yeah. is blushing. He sort of he's, admitted yeah, that he, you, you, yeah. he sort of admitted that he fucked up his own career, though. He was partying a little too much. 
probably uh, could have done a little more with it. Which Are is- we talking uh, Mike or... or- <laughs> <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. You know what? Santa Claus is coming to town by Springsteen. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> well, we are. Uh, we're getting close to struts. Yeah, we're getting close to the struts. Do we still have time to take a quick break? What? We- <laughs> well, we got a whole bunch of people running in here waving their arms and making motion. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jerry's waiting the oh, whole way. I might have said something wrong. He's coming back in. Oh, no, uh, he's going no, the other way. Okay. Right, we can keep going until the struts. I thought he was dead. Yeah. All he, right. walked in. he walked in here like four months ago, and I'm like, I was so happy. I'm like, I thought you were dead. Yeah. <laughs> I really did. And he fucking grabbed me, and he was, he was totally funny. He didn't get mad one bit. Was totally I, nah, he's a good guy. He's man. a great guy. Really You're cool. me fucking Jerry Cooney. Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, but Bernard Hopkins. Holy oh, fuck. Oh, steamrolled him. Oh my God! Steamroll. Yeah, he did try. He had accurate boxing questions to ask. What was he afraid? Of? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I was here. Yeah. Absolutely. Was I, he scared you were going to ask him? No. Something? See, I don't know if you were here because he truly just took over, and we nothing got done that I'm day. I'm actually never here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but nothing got done. You know what? I heard the aftermath of it because you guys talked about it. Well, if F- you don't talk about it after the fact, then it's just a waste of radio. Right, right. But I, so but you I try to. I mean, I'll take you inside a little bit, then you try to make something out of it after the disaster. But right. Sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't. But Jerry had some legitimate, I mean, like training opponent. He had some real good boxing insight. And and, and Hopkins just locked in on him and then steamrolled the whole fucking thing. And, and at hmm. one point, Jerry's like, you got to listen. You got to listen. You got to yeah. listen. And yeah. he just wouldn't listen. Right. And wow. oh, of course you were here, Vic, because then me and Vic talked in the elevator. We were frustrated because we're like, because he's a good talker. And, and me he's and, smart. And smart. And me and Vic were thinking, God, if we could just direct him just a little bit, that could have been pretty and good. And Jerry was trying. He was trying. We all were. Yeah, we all had like four questions. What, 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 what was he talking about? I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, we don't know. Thing. He was just talking. Uh, I don't know. He was just wow. talking. And we all took turns. Wow. We all took turns like, all right, your turn. And no one could get in. Yeah. Okay, all right. No one could get in. Yeah, that's Smart that's when guy. things it's are funny. bad. It's funny. he's the executioner, you know. And I'm, we're trying to bring up a, a whole bunch of he, the De La Hoya. He's in business with De La Hoya, and mm-hmm. yet they were fucking bitter enemies. And the, before they fought, yeah. and then they only fought once. And you know what? It's on my YouTube channel, but I, it works as a radio bit. You want to play a little, a little of this? Yeah. You can't yeah. hear it. Paul did. A great I actually job. want to hear the right. rhythm of it. Paul did a great right. job. Yeah, I want this. We just put together us all just trying to get a word in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's this is cool. the whole video. This is the whole video. Us just trying talking. to get a... You lose the moment. May, may you I, lo- you, I, you may, lose the may moment. I say, yes. May I, I say was told thing. that from day one. Right. How did it I said that I'm going to prove <laughs> you wrong. How did you rise above it? Bernard, how did you rise above that, well, though? Because it's easy to say. May I say one thing and, first? How, I just how, did rise, how did you rise what? above all that? How did I rise above that that influenced to not yes. be put me in position whether I sink or swim. <laughs> you're, dealing, you're, de- you're dealing with a, a trainer that trains and a teacher that teach. What about Today, Joe Smith? Today we have a lot of training <laughs> in boxing until we get teachers to be able to teach the students. Yeah, but Bernard, don't you realize... How to fight. <laughs> be a fighter coming out of Harvard. I know. Yeah, I, I told Opie me, I only had one fight. Let me preach on. I'm with you. This, of in an urban area, in the 60s or the 70s, right. definitely but, in the 80s, Bernard, you, gotta you listen. had the ghetto <laughs> you with gyms listen. at every you point. You gotta listen. You had the PAL. P-A-L. You heard of PAL? Sure. They're really big in Philly, in New York. He can go shoot dice. 
win or lose and make a couple of grand right yeah, then yeah, and there. Bernard, yeah. can you so give me the, one second? So the option <laughs> between now and then is different. Listen, Jerry, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Listen, that sacrifice is in 90% of what we become when it's all said and done. That being and said. unfortunately, <laughs> some of that sacrifice still never gets there. Bernard, Bernard, for a second, when, when you get that, that itch to go with Mr. Chick, and I'm, I'm, you I'll get tell you one bills. thing between you and me. But, but, but take a breath. Let me just, but, I'll but tell you I one thing. If I take a breath, I'll stop breathing. I know. But let, let me tell you, But let me tell you. If I take a breath, I'll probably I'll stop breathing. And you're going to give me CPR, I and I didn't brush my teeth this morning. <laughs> That's <laughs> all right. But then the Buster Douglas of the world. All right. We'll get oh, their name off for Mike Tyson. Yeah. All right. Now, listen, I, want, I got when one story. Bernard, I, 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 I like this. I like this. Here's what I'm tell you, right? I'm going to tell you something, right? Listen to me. I'm killing this interview. I got to ask this question. I'm killing this interview. That was amazing. Wow. I'm killing this interview. Did you? Frustrating. All right. Here's my first takeaway with that is Kirk Fox has that look where you're st- where someone's staring at you and you're trying to stare back and your eyes are getting dry. That's what Kirk had that look of on his face. Like, uh, yes, I'm trying to stay locked in with you, but I'm very uncomfortable and my eyes are starting to dry up and I'm starting to blink a lot. Yeah, that oh, was that was amazing. Well, I've, I've never seen anything like that before. I thought you, honestly, I thought you guys had exaggerated and oh, I thought God, I no. thought that if I heard the audio that I would find oh, moments God. where I could have crowbarred. But yeah, that was amazing. And you hear Jerry Cooney just trying to be polite. You that makes listen. me love Jerry Cooney. Well, yeah. I, I love Jerry Cooney. That made me I love I Jerry love Cooney. Cooney. I've loved Cooney since I figured out he was alive. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I loved him before. And he walked in there. I'm like, oh my God, Jesus, you're alive. Uh-huh. You guys want Cousin Brucey for a minute? He's a legend. What? You know no. Cousin Brucey? I, I stopped him in the hallway for a picture. The real Yo, cousin? Cousin. Two weeks ago. Yo, I got cousin. a picture two weeks ago. Cody, get oh, my God, That is Cousin Brucey. Right. Tell we got eleven hundred years of show business. <laughs> I want to. Wow. I want to bow. Oh, here he comes. Oh, here he comes. Yeah. Bow to a legend. No, I did a picture. I did a picture like two or three weeks ago. Cousin, cousin Brucey, come How on. You? Say come hi, on. cousin Brucey. Christmas party. None of us were invited to. He's taking his coat off. I know. Whoa. I, man's a pro. Look at that. Goddamn cousin Brucey. What's up, cousin Brucey? Someone say GD. Sorry, sorry, Brucey. My bad. There you go. That's right. Hi, girl, uh, boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw you on PBS. For what? <laughs> Nothing. I was lying. Well, fun uh, uh, He's uh, always uh, on the fundraiser. Always uh, on something. Yeah. Hey, how, do you do? <laughs> how do you do? How do you do? Good to see you. Yeah. Right. Chuck Nice. nice. Yes. Mike Bichetti, yeah. Vic Henley, I'm Craig, Craig Gass. Craig. Nice to meet you. Hey, guys. How are you? So what are we doing here? Oh, nothing. That's why we... All this food? I mean, isn't this an awful lot of food for just a few guys? <laughs> <laughs> what is the front of rib doing here? I get popcorn. What are you guys doing with front of rib? <laughs> That's why you're doing so well. We would like some popcorn. popcorn. I'd love some yeah, popcorn. we would love some popcorn. Yeah, when you have prime rib all the time, popcorn's a treat. We talked, to Dennis, we talked to Dennis Quaid earlier. Idea, and we got a little great balls of fire going. Do you have a Jerry Lee story or a moment or something? What, 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 what kind of story? Jerry Lee Lewis. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee we were thinking you would know something about well, this. A couple, couple, things, a couple things come to mind. I was in Memphis doing a television Here show. Here we go. And it's about, we finished the show. It's about, thank uh, <laughs> It's about, oh, how about that? It's about two in the morning. Yeah. And I, was, I found out that Jerry Lee was going to be appearing in some little honky tonk about an hour and a half ride. 
So I think for Jerry Lewis, I don't care what time it is, I'm going to go see him. Yeah, yeah. I never really saw him live in his habitat. Yeah. So we get down to this little honky talk, the uh, the do drop in or something, whatever the heck it is. I get in there, there's like five people. I think there's five people in there, and there's this guy blasting the hell out of a piano. I mean, really, with the elbows and the knees and the hats. And I look around, he turned around. And there was Jerry Lee Lewis. So it was me, my wife, and five other people. And he put on a performance that might as well have been in the stadium, in Chase Stadium. And the guy just completely whacked it out. Right. It was terrific. Blasted. Now, the next story I have, okay. if you like another one, yes, is right sure. here up at Sirius. We'll bring it closer to home. All right. right? <laughs> I'm doing a... I'm doing a <laughs> no, not too much closer. The last story will be in the studio. A story that took place here with Jerry Cooney five minutes ago. <laughs> so I, I walk in... The, I, I'm doing an interview, and they said, Hey, there's a guy waiting for you in the studio, whatever the heck it was. Yeah. I said, Great. Uh, let me see who it is. So I walk in the studio, and there's this... Kind of heavy set guy's heavier than when I first saw him. Yeah. And he's like with a big cigar in his mouth and he's lying on the chair. You know, some people just think the chair is an airliner yeah. that you can go <laughs> to sleep on. Yeah. And there's this guy on the airliner chair here at Sirius and he turns around and I didn't recognize him at first, but the cigar gave him away. Cigar, the haircut still kind of uh, golden and everything with a cigar. There was Jerry Lee Lewis in my home studio. Wow. Wow. And he says, Howdy! How you doing? And I, I interviewed him. Every other word was, howdy. <laughs> I, what's going on with your career? I mean, is, is everything well? You're doing well? You're working? Howdy. <laughs> no, we had a, Dementia? Had a great interview. And, uh, oh, he's just, you know, he's, he's magic. Yeah. These guys are magic. Did you tell him you saw the show with oh, the five yeah, people? Yeah, oh, I did. Yeah. He remembered it. He didn't remember the, the, the do drop in. Of course, it was something else. But yeah, right. whatever it was. He remembered. He said he's still doing those once in a while. It keeps him in shape. Sure. I mean, this guy's not a spring chicken anymore. How old? Huh? But boy, he's, he's good. He's really good. What, what about the Beatles? Give us one Beatles story. You, you knew him uh, back when no one knew him yet. With the, the Beatles? Yes. Yeah, don't look at me. Bruce. Beatles, which one do you want? Do we have it? How yeah. many hours do we have, guys? How about, uh, how about yeah. like one of the first times they were in New York? All right. How about Chase Stadium? You're there right. you go. You're right. right. Introduce him. <laughs> Trump. <laughs> you know. Trump. I beg your pardon. It's political. Sorry. Oh, no. oh, don't don't say that. Right. Anyway, uh, uh, I got a call when I like to MC the show with Ed Sullivan at uh, at Chase Stadium. I said, well, are you kidding? Of course. I'd love to do it. So we get to Shea Stadium, and we're there. Sullivan's there, scared stiff. He knew about the Beatles, I think, uh, through a few other people. He never really heard the Beatles. Right. He didn't know what he was. But he was going to have to do some with me. And uh, we're waiting there, and there comes this armored car coming through. If you remember, they came in by an armored security sure. car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we're down below in the dugout. And there I am with Lennon and Paul McCartney. Ringo and George were doing something else. And... Uh, McCartney comes over and says to me, because I'm Brucey, and then John interrupts him and says, excuse me, and he grabs my hand and says, let, let me talk to him. Is this dangerous? Cousin. They call me Cousin. Cousin. Cousin Bruce Lee. 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 Cousin 
Well, I don't think so. You know, first of all, you couldn't hear anything. The cacophony was like, I don't know what the decibels, but all I tell you, I swear, if Con Edison would have turned off their electricity that night, that's our utility here in New York, folks. Con Edison turned off the, there was so much electricity that it would have generated the electricity just wow. on the, the excitement, oh, right? And I said to him, it's not dangerous. These people are here just to be with you. Of course, I knew I was lying. <laughs> You're on your own, kids. I'm taking the seven train and getting the fuck. So anyway, let me know. Fast forward forward for a few minutes. (laughs) Fast forward for a few moments. They go get made up and everything. Sullivan and I are given the cue. Ed Sullivan, if you remember Ed Sullivan. The Beatles, you know, (laughs) a beautiful show. He heard of the Beatles, I think, four days before the actual show. Uh, He wasn't exactly into this music. So we're walking up. I call it the scaffolding. We're at the home base. You've seen these pictures. They were on PBS and television. And we're walking up. Sullivan's in front of me. I'm like a half a step of step before and after him. And Sullivan turns around to me. And by the way, you couldn't really hear. There was so much excitement. And it was, you know, 65,000, 70,000 screaming wild, mostly young women. I mean, they were there, of course, trouble. They were, they were just, wow. I mean, this was amazing. like giving birth to something. This is some of their first orgasms. I mean, this was an amazing situation. <laughs> wow, that, that right? is some so show. we're walking up this thing. It was a good, see, nobody ever said that on the, uh, <laughs> and Sullivan turns around and he says, uh, Cousin Brucey, is this going to be dangerous? Same thing. <laughs> well, I've always wanted to get him for some reason. It was something I never loved about Sullivan. It was all right, but I know he was a it was a phony as far as the Beatles. Yeah. And I said, I looked at him and I said, oh, I'm going to get him. Is it dangerous, Ed? I said, very. So he looks at me in the eyes. If you remember his eyes, pop open wide. He said, "Very, yeah. <laughs> yeah." Two more steps. We go up. We're almost at the top of the scaffolding. Ready to introduce him, and he says, "What do we do?" And I said, "I got this son of a gun. I got him." And I said, "Pray." <laughs> and he looked at me in his eyes, and he said, "Pray." And we went up there. Now the postscript of this whole thing: nothing happened of any negativism at that show. Nobody was hurt. Nobody got you know creamed. There was no fights. Yeah. Nothing. Cops and the NYPD security did a great job. No I uh, after the uh, introduction of the Beatles when they came on, which nobody heard them singing anyhow. They couldn't even hear them each other. There was so much noise there. In fact, I believe this was the last show they really sang in full. They did the yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you couldn't hear, you couldn't hear a thing. So they, because I've heard that. I think you told me you, if you were at that show, you actually did not hear the Beatles. No, no. Can I tell you a funny That's thing? So crazy. I'll, I'll, I'll skip about a month or two ago. Yeah, I get a, uh, a DVD. Excuse me, a DVD in the mail. Yeah. And this was the first time DVD was that Shea Stadium show. Right. First time I ever heard it. I was there. <laughs> no, you, honestly, that's no baloney. That was the first time I hear it's what, uh, what year was it? I don't even know. I didn't want to think about the year. It's going too fast. But, uh, after the introducing, to make the end of the story quickly, <laughs> almost out of time. Yeah, we're, we're never we're... ask Cousin Bushy a question. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want a treaty. Uh, I, I, uh, I, uh, I escorted, <laughs> I escorted the uh, first NYPD time he's been able to talk more than 15 seconds around the, the skirt of uh, Shea Stadium <laughs> to keep the kids, you know, we were prying the kids. There was a uh, chicken wire to yeah. hold them back. Up the the, uh, lower fields. <laughs> we were prying the kids off. Yeah. But the kids were there just there to have a great time. Right. But once again, nobody got hurt. NYPD got a great time. And then Con Edison was able to turn their turbines on again. Okay. Nice. Thank you for letting me tell us. I love oh, telling that story. Are you kidding me? That was amazing. 
God. We just got to get out of here because we're going down the hall and uh, we got a band playing today, the Struts. But Cousin Bruce. Great talking to you. Happy holidays, yeah, everybody. Struts. Fabulous, a legend. Man. Yes, sir. A legend, Absolutely. Cousin Bruce. Happy holidays. Merry no, no, no. Christmas. Happy holidays, Bruce, buddy. Hey, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Cousin yeah, that Bruce was awesome. Yeah, that was really cool. I could listen to him talk about Are anything. Are you kidding me? Right that, was, that was, that was, that was, was pretty cool. It was at Stadium walls, for the right? Beatles. Do you understand? Well, I know you do. Profound. Do, do people understand that? It's 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 I with the Beatles, the and he was like there. A month ago, I'm like, I'm like, dude, he had no idea. I just ran over to him. And I grabbed Lewis. I'm like, Lewis, take my fucking picture with Cousin Brucey right. right now. And he's like, why? <laughs> and I'm like, because I want to, because it's goddamn Cousin Brucey. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. If you think about NASA sending up a capsule into space, and they wanted to put three things that represented... Uh, humanity. One of the things was a Beatles song. So for Brucey to be at the most famous show in pop culture here history is. Yeah. I mean that's that's amazing. That's good stuff. I saw you take a picture. <laughs> yeah, I mean now it was, was yeah. when Cooney came in. I was doing all the stuff on my Snapchat. I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. The guys yeah, are just walking cool. in. I, Cooney was awesome. That was incredible. And I, and I got to say, your audience has been incredible to me this week. Thank you to everyone who's Ooh. tweeted me and sent me messages. I've had a great time hanging out and you let me just fuck around oh, it's fuck been the yeah. easiest most effortless time hanging out on a radio show Craig, thank you, you for letting me come back don't thank worry you, <laughs> you can come back <laughs> you'll be back it's just it's been it really has been fun the audience has just been they've been really cool to me yeah, and, I, and i'm part of the audience i get it i've been listening so i've craig we're gonna be doing more radio wink wink all nudge, right. nudge all right coming back with the struts all right i don't know why these guys aren't gonna be there but me and you will be talking to the struts yeah yeah, yeah. the struts are fucking <laughs> Awesome. Why don't you want to talk to the Struts, Vic? Because it's Letterman on Thursday. Uh. <laughs> you don't like the Struts, Chuck? You're... No, I've got to tell you something. That's weird. It's I just like going to be me now, and you but... talking to the Struts, Craig. And, and the reason is, is because i got to be honest. Yeah. For some reason, I hate this fucking band so much. <laughs> But they're fucking awesome. But they're but so amazing. They're so great. So goddamn good. <laughs> so good. You know what? In twenty thirty in twenty thirty years, we'll be the cousin Brucey's walking into somebody's studio talking about how we saw the yeah. struts perform for just a couple of us. Nice. And, and uh, all right, me and Craig are going to go down the hall and talk to the struts, and we only have thirty seconds to time this out perfectly. I don't know why we're timing it out perfectly if we're going down and talking to this band. A little strange. Play, Chuck. Craig, what's your favorite? I was saying song? thank you to the audience because I was saying that in lieu of a plug before we went to commercial. That's why I was saying that. So, right. song, uh, Craig Gass, thank you so much. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back with the Struts. They're going to perform... Uh I think it was three songs. I mean, uh, they're going to be performing two, maybe three songs. I want them. I want them to do roll up. As long as they start out with roll up, because that's that's my whole story. Boy, I sure hope that's the first song. Yeah. yeah. All right, we got to go. Opie Radio is back. I owe the Struts a huge apology because I did two shows. I got offered two shows last year to open for Motley Crue doing stand up on the arena tour. And one of the guys in the band, Tommy Lee, said, hey, we should have you do our final show on New Year's Eve. Come perform. And we'll do it. And I was like, yeah. And I was gunning for that show on New Year's Eve. And then I was finally told, you know what? They decided to go with a band. And I said, well, who's the band? And they said, the Struts. And I went, who are the Struts? I've never even heard of the Struts. Who are they? And I I was mad at you. I didn't even know who you guys were. I held a resentment against four nice guys who I've never met before. And I walked into the arena saying, I'm going to watch these guys. Yeah. I'm going to do the thing. And this fucking guy, I'm pointing at Luke, walks out on stage and starts singing a cappella. And the entire arena goes, what the fuck? And it was an arena full of 40-year-old guys, uh, half of which are still doing coke. 
staring at this band, and this guy walks up and destroys. Okay, there it is. I was wondering when the story would turn and there would be a compliment. I was floored. There's nobody, no new music that is exciting at all. And these guys walk out. And he sings. That is the biggest balls I've ever seen. It was 20,000 people there to say goodbye to Motley Crue. It's their final show ever as a band. And these guys walk out and make everyone go, whoa, who the fuck is this? Luke, you didn't give a fuck, right? You walked right out there and said, watch this. Well, it was goodbye, Motley Crue. Hello, the struts. Yeah. Yeah. It was nuts. I, I couldn't believe it. And I just felt horrible. Did you feel like the acapella wasn't going to go over with this crowd and it ended up going over very well? It's You, you got to hear it. Can we do the song so I can show them? Do you mind if you do it? Uh, it's called Roll Up was the first song they did. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. This is the song that 20,000 people did not want to hear and all turned. I wake up at one. My day just begun, say hello to the sun I'm feeling sublime, the weather is fine So I'm gonna shine In the finest of clubs, the best country pubs Nobody will stop me So now, whatever I wear It's gotta have plans so your people can stare And knock at your eye, when I walk on by Nobody will stop me
that's a fucking song. Woo! That is a fucking song. I told now, you, man. Now I get your story. Yeah, that is a fucking song. <laughs> that's amazing. And they and then Guns N' Roses invites them out to go do uh, a stadium show, and they do the same thing in a stadium. And well, that, it just takes balls. Well, let's talk to these guys a little bit, All right. because you also opened up for the Rolling Stones as well, which was that's true. Yeah. That had to be pretty cool. I uh, was good, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you guys came from Buffalo last night or today? Yeah, we we did this crazy um, sort of like r- radio performance, like secret show in this brewery, and uh, everyone was just absolutely shit faced. And actually, someone <laughs> someone <laughs> tripped over my monitor and spilt a beer all over Adam's pedal boards, and then it, it, the beer sort of like first of all landed on his face, and yeah. then an audience member was walking up on stage. Oh yeah, they were they were well, the stage was on the floor. It was in oh, sort of okay. like a bar, so okay. we didn't even have a raised platform or or any oh wow um, any Great. fencing to block <laughs> yeah. That's not any of the audience. But oh. I would imagine those type of shows could be really a lot of fun, no? No, they're horrible. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> but that, yeah. Honest, at least. It, did, it reminded us of the good old days, to be fair. It yeah. takes back to sort of England and France four or five years ago, playing those right. smaller ones. Having blessed the guy. He was trying to bring Luke a beer. He looked so happy. I don't think he was. He I was didn't see was. the monitor. He was there, apparently, from 2 from two p.m., like drinking in the bar. And we didn't go on till sort of like 7 at least. That's so some, he was hammering them down. Yeah, that's some uh, that's some good pre-gaming right there. And yeah. then you had to drive from Buffalo to New York City? Because we're getting hammered with snow in western New York. Well, yeah, well that, we we drove all the way through the night last night. We actually left a lot earlier because we were going to get caught in the snow. So um, Right. So talking about the old days when you're saying you remember playing some really shitty gigs, as comedians, we all have horrifying experiences where we have to perform in front of four people who don't give a shit. Is it... At least you have a power chord that you can play to drown people out when they're not into it. But uh, are there any shows where something happened where somebody in the audience just took it away from you? They just took away your cool by doing something in the audience? Uh, yeah, there has been moments. Um, but uh, well, e- even sort of like recently, we we did this show. Actually, it was pretty much my fault. I was kind of like a little bit enthusiastic and I thought, it was, <laughs> I thought, I thought it was funny at the time and then it immediately turned on me. So we're playing in this kind of like middle America, like, uh, does anyone remember where it was? I thought it was actually Buffalo. Are you on about when you poured the drink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, that was in Buffalo. Yeah, so it was in Buffalo. It was in Buffalo. Yeah. Buffalo, yeah. Like, Buffalo yeah. Which is hilarious. So Bad luck city. Yeah. We're there and they're like, you know, I had quite a lot to drink before we went on, you know, as I did. And then, um, so, and yeah so i have my whiskey and coke and then this girl uh this girl on the front row and she was you know really into it and she was like Woo! what are you drinking and i was like <laughs> i said we'll find out and i just poured it all over her oh right? beautiful and in the heat at the moment i was like you know people right. are gonna love it like oh, Woo! and yeah. every and of course everyone started to cheer and she took it so wrong and uh, she she was like you fucking asshole and then she she yeah, then like she the starts to throw stuff at me she goes through her handbag and starts throwing like nail polish at me from the back of the room she goes she goes through the crowd her boyfriend's pulling her back 
and he doesn't really know what to do. And then she uh, goes to the merch table. Yeah. Like, she goes man. to the merch table and she flips it up. <gasps> wow. No. And then like just runs out of the venue. She's like, I'm going to fucking kill that guy. You know? Wow. Oh, she didn't take it the right way. And, and that girl grew up to be the man who walked across the stage last night and knocked him out. <laughs> <laughs> After a wow. sex change. Yeah. Wow. No, I was asking about driving from Buffalo to New York because we got an email that you guys didn't want to be filmed today. So you guys, you know, didn't sleep or shower or any of that night. shit yet, no? Not yeah, you can you can days. smell us. Yeah. Do, I, you, do you guys still live out of out of a bus or do you get to do the hotels? Uh, bus. A little of both? Bus, bus, pretty much. Bus, yeah. We once told a guy actually in San Diego, he said, where uh, where do you live? We said, oh, from <laughs> from a suitcase. And he's like, I think I know, that's near Bryden. <laughs> really? Uh, I can't even imagine. I tried to watch some uh, interview clips to um, uh, last night and at least five of them asked the same first three questions and I went, oh, I just felt bad for you guys. Oh, Did we Tell ask any that. of those questions? No. No, 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 no. I just want to know what it's like to be cool. That's all I want to know. Can I, like, gu- can I guess what the questions were? Go ahead. Um, you started liking gospel? <laughs> oh, that's that's actually something that if you do your research, you find out that Luke's parents uh religious. You grew up listening to gospel music? Yeah. Is correct. that where the name so Luke, that's, Luke comes from? So the first music you really got into was gospel. Uh, well, getting into it and listening to it, I think, are two different things. It's really. forced on Okay. Well, but, you know, that was my first it was like, your exposure introduction. to live music. Yeah. But okay. when do you first get galvanized with, like, oh, fuck, that is cool? What, gospel music? No, I mean in terms of music, period. Uh, sort of like early, mid-teens, you know. Sort of like in my younger years, it was very Michael Jackson-led and... And then from that was, you know, a lot of Motown, like, you know, from right. those compilations. And then I found James Brown from that. Nice. And then it sort of went on to the more sort of like classic rock. You Led know. Zeppelin, Queen. Yeah, yeah. But going back to Michael Jackson, it was off the wall, right? That yeah. album. Don't Stop Till You Get Enough is one of my favorite pop songs ever. Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> do you guys do that as a goof or maybe not even as a goof? I don't know. Have you ever played it? No, I don't think everyone's anyone's attempted to cover that song it's a tough for good one. reason. Actually, yeah, was that one of the uh, three questions, Craig? No, the first question is always, and I felt bad because yeah. uh, the third clip I happened to watch started with the same first question: "How did you meet?" And Luke goes, "I met Adam when I was home," and he started. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell that well, he much. just went, "Okay, here we go again. We'll yeah. turn the switch on and let's do it." For me, it's it's just there's this cool thing that I don't know of the four of you, who's would you say is the most insecure of the four of you? Like, are you all uh, have a lot of insecurities? Or oh my there- god, I don't think any any one of these guys will admit that. But I, I, it's tough to admit that you're the insecure one. I think everyone's I, I everyone think has it. Right? Everyone's very. I know. I'm very insecure. I think everyone's really insecure. I think but, that's the only reason why you do music or get into it anyway. But I think it's it's such a cool thing as, if you have any insecurities to create something that automatically changes the playing field to where girls and they have no idea that you're an insecure guy, but a, a girl comes up and is mesmerized that you're in a cool band, and you go, "Okay, yeah. I got you know, like it's 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 got to be." Well, who's so? Are you the most insecure, Luke? I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a the band of opinion, is kind of smiling it? behind your back right now. Yeah. I don't think Gethin's very insecure. <laughs> no, no, Gethin's probably it's the his... most free, easy. Yeah, yeah. maybe that's his front. I'm pretty insecure. Yeah, yeah. Gethin's hiding behind a. I know. 
cage back there. If Matt <laughs> had his way, we'd have that cage all the time. <laughs> he, he's bubble boy. I'm in here with my insecurities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Living in a bubble. <laughs> Good old, good old Bubble Boy and his drum set. That's the weirdest setup. Every time we come in here for live bands, could I love you, it. It's great. Yeah, could you guys do another song for us? Yeah, absolutely. What would you like to play, uh, Geth? What do you want to play? Can we do an insecure version of Kiss This, please? <laughs> Kiss This. Let's yes. do it.
Yeah, that's all right, man. The struts. Fuck yeah. Oh, my God. Listen, I haven't done coke in uh, 12 years, and it's kind of a funny story. Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a drug addict. That's the story. But um, if I could hang out with the struts on their tour bus, I would fucking start partying with them tonight. I would want to go on tour. After and just, after 12 years being sober. After 12 years of being I, clean, I, this is a band I, I would want to. This I, get, is rock I got an and observation. Roll. I want to thank Luke for not singing to us, and he was singing to the wall, and I actually appreciate that. Yeah, because it's just two guys watching these guys. And I intentionally am not making eye contact. Because yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. to feel it's weird like... like it, yeah. We're all acknowledging it's a little weird in here. So yeah. Luke is like, I'm going to sing to the wall over yeah. there. I hope you guys don't mind. That there, song, by the way. That's a great song. Kiss This. Who did that? Who's the girl? Who who got fucked over in that uh, uh, scenario? That was uh, my ex-girlfriend oh, with oh the boy. old drummer. What? For real? Are you serious? Oh. That's, that's, why, my, that's why guests in the bubble now to keep him safe from what? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's like my Eddie Van Halen story where the, yeah. the assistant was fucking my ex-girlfriend. Wow, that is fucked up. So that's why the drummer... Where's the drummer okay. now? What is he up to? I'm not really sure. They got okay. a great song out actually, of it, though. Um, they, were, they, they left the band, well, kind of mutually, I don't know. But then it happened after that, so it wasn't like that was the reason okay. why... Oh, okay. You found out later then. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, wow. got, we got forced to kick them out and then it all kind of really went tits up after that and then and then you're you fucking around with a song and then that kind of bleeds the story bleeds into that song and, and yeah. then, well yeah we, i remember we, we we were writing and then the the kiss this thing came and it was like oh that's really strong and then you know because it was really recent it was still very fresh so we thought you know what let's just kind of immortalize the experience you know and get it was good it's nice to get it on paper and yeah you got a great song out of it too is, was there anybody who's close to you guys who said is that about <laughs> like the, <are> they <laughs> yeah. guess, they're guessing it right well the, well yeah in the verse you got thomas which was his second name. <laughs> well it was, his, uh, it was his last name yeah we didn't make it too obvious but it, was just, yeah. it would have been his first but it was not enough syllables you know when you're writing is it like as a comedian, when I uh, write with other guys, I have to. I've learned to develop this thing of not taking it personally when I have an idea that gets shot down. Is that tough when you're writing songs when one guy uh, goes, yeah. "Hey, this is great," and and everyone and the other three guys go, "Um, yeah, I, you know." Is is that tough for you guys? Is that um, I think it's part and parcel of writing and stuff like that. Like. Um you know, bringing, bringing your ideas to the table. Uh, at first, it hurts a bit, like, oh, when you think something's great, like you say. But I think that it mainly makes you a better writer because it, you know, and you have to have thick skin if you have ideas and you're trying to write with other I, people. Yeah, I think you know really deep down in your heart, hearts, like how strong something is because you're all hearing the same thing. Yeah. You know, it's not like, uh, I know music can be subject to, you know, in terms of like opinion, but if you really have something which is really exciting, and it's genuine, then everyone else is going to really like it, you know. But if you're kind of like, you know, I think this is good. Right. You know, I'm 85% certain it's good. You've got to be like 100% certain that this is special. But I think that's where you develop the thick skin, is yeah. that you get a rejection and then, you know, I feel like that would affect me the next time I come to the table with an idea. If I get rejected for an idea, like, well, well maybe well, this is some of these songs just come together because you just know going yeah. in. I mean, if you learn about the Rolling Stones and these other massive bands, a lot of their greatest songs came out of just 
out of nowhere and that's quickly. What's, that's what's crazy about this sound is it's got a classic sound to it. There's mm-hmm. something that's real and raw and classic to it. And um, and I know you get a lot of comparisons to Mick Jagger and Freddie Mercury. but And I wonder – and I mean this uh, with all due respect. Have you, did you ever ask your mom, did you meet Freddie Mercury? Did you ever ask her, like, <laughs> what, what's going on here? Because I'm, I'm looking a lot like this guy and I Man. sound a lot like this guy. No, you got a funny story about 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 Freddie. I said it in an interview once. Yeah, what did you say? And I said basically along the lines of what you said. Yeah, and that Luke's mum had slept with Mick Jagger years ago. (laughs) Oh yeah, this was. And then, (laughs) and then I get a message on Facebook from Luke's dad, and he's like, "Hello, Jed. Uh, I just wanted to say." I thought you were a really lovely, respectable young man, but I've just seen you in a recent interview claim that my wife's that with Mick Jagger, and it's and it's going on and on. And I phone Luke, and I'm like, "Mate, I've really pissed your dad off. I'm so sorry." Oh wow! And I sent this message, and I was like, "I'm I've got nothing but respect for your family." And then Luke just goes, "Lol." He was like, "Yeah, I hacked my dad's Facebook. That was me." That's awesome. No, no, it was, oh, it was the, the moment was of that. Freaking. It was literally like two paragraphs long. Like, Lawson, I'm so sorry. You know, I would never do that. And then, like, <laughs> I, just, I just sat there and just put, well, and that oh, was it. That is awesome. <laughs> that is hilarious. I, I, the only thing that would have been better than that is to do it as his dad on the Facebook page, like other parents do. Yeah. Like, your your aunt is, has cancer. Oh, <laughs> like, geez. in the middle of a comment, of like, Mom, get off my page! Right, exactly. I'm trying to do stuff here. I love when the old people put LOL as lots of love. And it's like, I'm really sorry to hear about the death of your father. Right. LOL. LOL, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you, with your parents being religious, according to them, are you going to hell? I think a lot of the people are going to hell... <laughs> In terms of, um, I, I don't know, it's it's pretty fucked up, isn't it? I mean, that I think that's, you know, as I started to get older, you know, the fact that Gandhi's going to hell, kind of, I have a hard time believing. And, and it makes you question a lot of things, so... You still have a strong faith? I, you know what, I, I think the, the, the best thing of about today is, you know... With the internet, etc., I think people are growing up with more uh, religious point of views and sort of like spiritual ideas at their fingertips more than ever. So, I think, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's just a question that you know hasn't been answered properly yet, right? And it's still being figured out. You that, know? That's a great take on that because when we were growing up, you they said you're Catholic and that was it. Yeah. You didn't have a chance to kind of explore other religions and maybe take a little something from a whole bunch of different ones. Mm-hmm. And as a result, you felt uncomfortable with other people's religions because you didn't understand it. Yeah, now to you a can point. I'm not, I'm not a fan yeah. of organized religion in general, but yeah. uh, are your parents still very religious or and, and what do they think of uh, your success? Yeah, well, you know, they I think it's funny, isn't it? You know, parents kind of grow up with their kids and sort of like I think they they cringe a little bit of you know some of the things they kind of pushed on us as children yeah and I don't think they would have done it now knowing what they know and um you know they're they're really happy you know like my dad's a musician you know like like I said so he yeah he's always ringing me up like I've got I've got a great song title for you Luke and stuff like that he you know they're both really supportive so I'm I'm very lucky has has he tried to change the lyrics of any of the songs over the years (laughs) uh no no I mean you know at the end of the day I'm perfectly honest and you know 
apart from that Kiss This song, none of them really are, are from any sort of like real experience. You know, most of it is sort of like based on characters and, yeah. you know, caricatures. You know, Roll like, Up is a great character yeah, song. Exactly. It's, not, song it's, it's not me whatsoever, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, it's so funny. It's the same with the videos as well. We did a video for uh, a song called Could Have Been Me. And it's us like, you know, rolling around with Jack Daniels and like topless models everywhere. Mm. And then like people are meeting me like, yo, Luke, let me buy you a shot, man. You know? <laughs> like just, they, they think that's, that's what reality of is. You know? who, who filmed that video? It's a great video. Jonas Ackerland. He's it, a fantastic. He did director. a great job with that. I, I recommend people check that out on YouTube. It's like a documentary. Yeah, absolutely. Like a, Could we get one more song out of you guys today? Should we do, what is it? That one? Let's you can get that, that very song. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. We're talking to the struts. Uh, Check this out. Sweet. I love this fucking song. Don't want to live as an untold story. Rather go out in a place of glory. I can't With your broken past I can't hear you I don't bear you now Wrapped in your regret What a way to stop blood and sweat Oh I wanna taste love and pain Wanna feel pride and shame I don't wanna take my time
my God. You got to be kidding me. The struts. That, that is amazing. You guys got rock anthems, man. Thank you. I can't wait to see you guys in a huge venue. They've been doing them, and they're doing, uh, and all their shows well, around here are sold out. But I, I, I can't, you know, fake this. I didn't know much about you guys until Craig Gassy's like, you got, you got to get this uh, band on the show. Yeah, and I'm glad we did. It was that roll up clip. I said I got to find a clip that matches what I saw when I walked into that arena. And again, I can't overestimate enough how insane that was for a relatively unknown band to walk out onto an arena stage. And start singing acapella. That blew my fucking mind. And you pulled it off, and you could feel the whole arena go, "Okay." And and <laughs> it, they were open to the idea of like, "All right, well, let's see what you got." And and they yeah. killed. And for the next forty five minutes, the whole arena was going, "Who the fuck is this?" Yeah, band? I, I, I got to ask. When you opened up for the Stones, did you get to meet them? Yeah. And um, were they cool to you? What did they say? They were lovely. So you know, we we was watching the the sound check. And well, it was very lucky actually. I don't think we would have probably met them, but um, yeah, Mick Jagger was walking past, and I think you know we clocked eyes, and he obviously recognised us and knew that we were a support band. So you know, nice enough, he came over and sort of said hello and wow. talked about the venue and said he, you know, it was nice to have us and stuff, and kind of shook our hands and then kind of walked off really does anyone say or do anything embarrassing at that moment did anybody lose their cool have you lost your cool in front of anybody that was the one person i thought i would but i was actually pretty cool and and kind of kept it together it was funny he was sort of saying um i was like should be good tonight and he was like yeah you know we were doing uh, argentina last night and uh, (laughs) he was like you know the sound was was all right you know but tonight should be good i was like yeah yeah it's all right should be good shooting this shit with mick jagger pretending that i'm doing stadiums like him every other night i would assume your mind almost goes blank and you're just saying to yourself be cool be cool be cool don't say anything stupid is there anyone you've uh, met that you really have a tremendous amount of respect for that you lost your cool in front of because they're these guys are getting attention from everyone from the stones and guns and roses to beyonce right are picking them to do shows actually there was i went to i went to maui for a while uh, for like a, a couple of weeks and um a producer that uh we worked with works with steven tyler a lot so he introduced us steven's got a, a home in maui mm-hmm. and yeah. um i remember for the first time i was kind of like you know really cool and i sort of like kept it together and then there was this one t- point we went for breakfast and i'm sort of sat there and he's talking to me i'm like fucking hell is steven tyler like, yeah and i just started to sweat like you know like uncontrollably like from my hands and then like <laughs> i remember he was talking to me and like, i had these beads of sweat just coming down my face so i was like oh my god proper lost it you know yeah he's he's pretty damn cool though i I totally get that when i opened the two shows for motley Crue, i remember after the first night nikki six i ran in nikki six in catering and he said hey come over here and sit down and have some lunch man and i go all right and i just i could feel my eyes getting bigger as i was talking to him and he started to look at me like What's going on with with this guy? (laughs) And I just, for a minute, I went from like, okay, how do I do the best set possible tonight to... I'm a fan. You're boy. fucking Nikki. Yeah. Sick. Like I just, I just lost my shit. It was like, 
everything just shy of just farting in front of him. I just, I just, I just <laughs> lost my cool. Two things. One, uh, one of you guys made a flippant comment in an interview that you heard that Mick Jagger likes to brush his teeth listening to the struts. Well, who, who, where did that comment come from? <laughs> I think that's just me chatting shit. <laughs> I get very bored in interviews and I tend to sort of like have verbal diarrhea sometimes and make stuff up. Because the, you, like you said, you know, you, you get bored of answering the same fucking questions all the time. So, you know, and I have the right to kind of give stupid answers to silly questions. And, um, yeah, sometimes I just kind of like try and amuse myself. What's did, the, did we get the stupid answer today? Well, no, you didn't. You okay, get good. Good, good, and, good, good. And have any silly answers actually taken flight as the truth? Uh, if you anything that was just a ridiculous a, answer uh, that people go, oh, did you know that there's, Luke? There's an advert coming out next year with Mick Jagger for Colgate. Um, really? <laughs> brushing his teeth to the a good sink for it. Hey, and one more thing. I know you guys, after this, you are all going to go your separate ways and, and take a break for a little bit. You used to live together in a house for a couple years. What are you most grateful for that you're not going to have to go back to the same house and live oh with each other? Wow. <clears throat> yeah, uh, well, I mean, you know, there's four guys in their early mid twenties. Yeah. You know, you, I'm sure you can paint the picture. Yeah. You, know? you can Don't smell work. it. You can smell, you can it. smell the picture. You can actually smell it. It's yeah. a scratch and sniff picture. Yeah. You know? Probably just having more room for your yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah three cats so. as well. Pretty which nice. Definitely weren't litter trained very well. Yeah. So was- I, I want to say that anyone who doesn't know anything about this band, check these guys out. They're an amazing, and I I have not been excited about new music in over fifteen years. They are the real deal, right. and they're just a really cool fucking band. Absolutely. I, I was stoked to have you guys in. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you very you much. Thanks so much, guys. guys. Really appreciate it. It's the Struts. Opie Radio is now over for now. Over, Roger, over.